0: Welcome to The Nerd Out, episode number nine. I'm Lisa. I'm OTP. We're girls and we nerd out with the cock out. <laughs> with the bitter cock. With the bitter cock, please. You can, uh, you can visit and marvel at the awesomeness of our website, which is thenerdout.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at The Nerd Out. We have a Facebook page, and you can email us, thenerdout at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, so, Ritzy and I have had a pretty busy week. We have been ramping up uh, zombie apocalypse style. Apocalypse. <laughs> and while we haven't been ramping up for fighting it, although I probably should be, Yes. We've actually been working diligently on putting together the best possible um, edition one zombie apocalypse podcast for all of the 10, 11, 12 people who listen to <laughs> us. Thanks. Woo. 12 people.
1: Yeah. Double digits. Bulls. <laughs>
0: um. So, yeah, it's going to be, it's coming up maybe our next one, but if not the next one, then the one after I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be some good stuff. If you are a zombie expert, if you have some sort of survival expertise, um, if you just plain all like zombies, then you should reach out to us and let us know.
1: Yeah. Good times. Good times all around.
0: Now, we had what is so far, not to disparage any of the other nice people who have contacted (laughs) us, but we had a really awesome um, comment from somebody who listens to the podcast and it kind of made me like, I mean, I nerded out for sure. (laughs) Would you you like to, uh, would you like to share with the class?
1: Yes, I would like to share with the class. Thank you. Um, his name is Jordan and we're probably going to butcher his last name, but we both, when we read it, we think about the, uh, educational Institute, DeVries.
0: DeVries. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm going to go with. (laughs) We're going to go with Jordan DeVries. Um, He's a gem of a ginger, as we found out, and he, reached, <laughs> he uh, reached out via Facebook, and he just really had some awesome things to say, uh, but I think, like, the best thing is that he was listening to our last episode, and he, uh, let's see here. He works really hard, 12 to 14-hour days, six days a week, and he's a new dad. Congrats.
0: Congrats.
1: It, he's a Prop fabricator and painter for the film industry. His uh, shop is called Studio Art and Technology. And he works on all these different props from different films while he listens to our podcast on his headphones. But he was listening to us nerd out about the Avengers trailer while they work on Avengers props! I mean, it's like...
0: It's like Inception. Like... I'm talking about the Avengers and I'm watching a trailer of the Avengers while someone's listening to me working on a prop for the Avengers. What the fuck?
1: I'm kind of sweating. I'm kind of sweating.
0: <laughs> Pretty cool. Thank you so much, Jordan, not only for listening, but also for taking the time to write to us. We think you're awesome. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. You're awesome. Anna gem image Ginger. It's a doobly-doobly, kids. (laughs) Doobly-doobly. He's also worked on G.I. Joe 2, Dark Knight Returns, and Star Trek 2. So the the nerdisms keep moving, keep going.
0: The nerd is strong in this one.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, good times. So thanks, thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. And uh, he's going to be coming out to um, an event that we'll be talking about later, and hopefully we'll get to meet him in person. That'd be cool. Yes. Shake the hand of the gem of the ginger.
0: Yep. Um, well, tell, me, tell, me about, tell me more about Little Lotus.
1: Little Lotus, and I will be mentioning it, you know, a little bit every episode until it's done. Uh, I'm part of a crew, art crew, it's called Army of Snipers. And the Little Lotus Project is a project that started last year with about four different artists. they from like New Zealand and surrounding areas, and they went to the Thai-Burma border and did art workshops at refugee camps um, with the kids there. And one of my friends and a member of the crew was part of it last year. And I was like, dude, I really want to do this. So now it's about 12 of us and uh, we're going to be flying out there. And we're currently fundraising for our trip to pay for, um, cover, you know, the airfare, the immunization shots that we need to get because we're going to be in crazy rural areas at these refugee camps, like on dump sites and stuff like that, um, um, Supplies for all the workshops we're gonna do. We're gonna be at two different schools. I think two different schools. Maybe do a drop-in at one school over a period of two weeks in December. Uh, we arrive around the tenth, and then um, the last date is on Christmas Eve. Um, and I'll have a link to the fundraiser page that we're gonna start fundraising by the time this is live, and it's to cover the costs for three of us. Uh, in the crew that are leaving from Los Angeles, Angry Robots, uh, J. Rue, and myself, plus Daniel Zana, who, for you Toyners, know who that is. He is the d- director and creator of the documentary Vinyl Frontier that actually screened at Comic-Con this year, and they also had a and a panel afterwards. So he's going to be documenting, doing a documentary on our trip from the time we leave LAX until we're done and uh, really appreciate you spreading the word and if you donate we have we're gonna have amazing incentives or from the five dollar mark to a thousand dollar you can get uh, custom toys uh, limited edition posters custom paintings uh, to sign CDs and you're gonna be able to um, keep up with what we're doing we're gonna keep a blog with photos and videos and then afterwards See the fruits of the labor by, um, seeing the documentary that, uh, you know, records everything that we do with the kids. Uh, we have a little video on our page so you could see what, um, was done last year and, um, hopefully you guys can help we appreciate it.
0: That's great. I think that's going to be amazing. I'm just, you know, because at the end of the day, (laughs) it's all about me. What am I going to do? What am I going to do without you for a month? (laughs)
1: Research zombie apocalypse stuff. I think.
0: I know. I'm gonna like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, uh, I have really fallen off of the movie going wagon. Like h- hardcore fallen off in a way that I haven't done for a long time. So I have not seen any movies in the theater. Um or otherwise, for probably two or three weeks.
1: That's, are you sick or something?
0: I know, it's, <laughs> it's odd. I've been watching a lot of TV at home, ah. so, oh, I forgot. Um, I'm also watching, did you ever end up watching Terra Nova at all? No. Um, I've been, I've been started watching that. I just can't shake, it's so Land of the Lost. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's the turn off for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, anyhow, so I don't have, uh, I don't have shit to talk about on the movie front. However, I got some good stuff on the TV front. Let's do it. Uh, I was quite pleased and heartened to learn that you caught up on The Walking Dead and were able <laughs> to join America for season two, episode one.
1: Whoa. Um, when I saw people tweeting about how it was, I forgot that it premiered out Halloween last year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in October sometime. So when I saw people tweeting about like, oh, I can't wait for Walking Dead, I was like, oh, holy shit, I need to get on this. You know, found my alternative sources. And uh, me and Miosito just fucking went through that shit like nobody's business. Everyone had said it was awesome. Um, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get into it. And I was into it. I would, like, be staring. I would be looking at it, watching it, telling them the shh. And be, just, like, grabbing my boyfriend and be like, oh, my God. They're, what is they? You know, and I'm sure a bunch of you guys did that, too. And then just in time, finish the last episode to go roll right into uh season one. Yeah.
0: I I'm mean, season very two. Excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to, um, I'm very excited. It's back. I missed it. Like it was a really short season. The first season,
1: six episodes only. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was like, Oh balls. I don't know how many they're doing this time. Hopefully like 12 or something. They're doing
1: 13. I Thanks. think it was 12 or 13. Um, And when I was doing this, I was like, man, I do this for every show. And I'm sure we all do this now with the interwebs. Mm -hmm. If there's a movie or a TV show or anything that's new, I go to their page, look at the cast and bios. Then I go to Wikipedia. Yeah. (laughs) Check out everything because I want to know who wrote it. Where does it come from? Does it stem from something else? Like I went crazy. And I know you had mentioned that it set all kinds of records. So I went and I did some research in it. Um, season 2 premiere said a new record of 7.3 million viewers make it the most watched drama in the history of cable television, kids. That's amazing. Yeah. And I wanted to know, since you had already seen it last year, did you watch the webisodes in between time? I did not even know there were webisodes. Yes. Bam. Webisodes. They did six webisodes available, and you can watch them on AMC TV. We'll have a on the show link. Um, and I tried to watch, uh, but for some reason, I don't know. If that, just that day, the internet was it wasn't really loading. But it's six webisodes, um, kind of talking about how it went down, and with one of the walkers, how she turned into one and stuff.
0: Oh, how interesting! I will check that out.
1: And I think at least the first one, uh, at webisode one, it was only two minutes and 37 seconds. So I'm sure.
0: So I know. can probably put it on mute and knock them out before the end of this podcast <laughs> is what you're saying.
1: I'm thinking, um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. We should watch those, see what those are about, see if they're worth taking a, a look at. Um, but I wasn't able to make it to New York Comic-Con, but when I was doing research, I don't know if you knew that McFarland had a special release with Walking Dead at this year's Comic-Con, which was last weekend um, where they premiered the series one of the Walking Dead toys. Oh, those are so cool. I love it. I love the toys. Yeah. And, and so I asked no on Twitter, no one said that they saw them or even knew about them. And, They were only available at Comic-Con and now, um, in November, they'll be available nationwide.
0: Cool. I was going to say, um, you asked Twitter, nobody, um, that was at, uh, Comic-Con in New York knew anything about them. Once again, proving you are the biggest nerd, you know, (laughs) which is at least what I always feel about myself. I'm like, Hey, did anybody, and it's all crickets and I'm all,
1: you know, our, uh, He's not a ginger, but we call him ginger snapper. Shane, when I tweeted that, he was the only wor- person to respond, and all he wrote back was, nerd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because it's true.
0: That, that sums it up.
1: <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm caught up, and, you know, you love it, I love it, and we could, we could, you know, talk about it together.
0: I know. I think that that's awesome.
1: Um. No, and... Is this could we talk about this or a spoiler? Uh-oh. What we're talking about, how we think that maybe they're getting a little faster and
0: Yeah, I mean, not to uh not to spoil anybody. it's <laughs> well, not spoiler, it's speculation. Totally speculation, yeah. Um it seems to me that the zombies were a little bit faster.
1: Yeah. Just a smidge. Yeah, and like, the 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 herd thing. Yeah it, it made me think like, them being a little faster, the her thing, made me think, like, are they mutating? Because now it's some time has passed.
0: This you could know. be the case. I also thought that it was very strange that they were sitting in the church. It could be, like, a habitual thing. Yeah. Or it could be the fact that, like, I always see something like that. And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's the Battlestar Galactica in me. But I'm all, <laughs> they're growing a consciousness. <laughs> 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 So, who knows, but I look forward to finding out more. I did not read, I have not read the comic books. Um, I'm pretty sure that the aforementioned speculation does not jive with the Walking Dead comic universe. Mm -hmm. So, um, all of this is probably pure imagination, but you never know. I mean, you know, sometimes people deviate. In some pretty substantial ways from the source material, just to make better television. So, yeah, maybe that's what's going on.
1: It's exciting, man. Stressful. It's kind of stressful to watch, but I love it. And um, I love the way it's shot. I love um, what's the main character's name?
0: Um, I realized as I was watching it that I had forgotten everybody's name, so don't ask me.
1: Yeah, well, he, I think he's a well written character.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, you know, feeling as I do about zombies, watching the first, um, like, with the zombie herd, I don't know, like, the first ten minutes or something of it, was probably the ten tensest moments in television (laughs) that I've had since, like, um...
1: Since, I don't know, B? Yeah, since, I don't know when. Since the birth scene in B?
0: Um, well, I watched the newbie, and that God, that kind of just ruined everything for me.
1: I bet I didn't want to watch it because I felt like it was totally.
0: Yeah, I mean they tried really hard, but they had good, they had good actors.
1: No such luck.
0: So but... a lot of people are saying that the if the Walking Dead is the big winner, the big loser is Pam Am. <laughs> because seriously, they haven't. I don't think as of as of this recording, they have not been picked um, up, ordered it, or canceled it.
1: Yeah, and you know, it. I was saying that it's one of the shows that I watch just to see what's happening while I'm cooking or something. And I've been watching it, and it's kind of okay for that purpose. It's not something like if it gets canceled, I I won't be bummed. But what I was very interested in, if you guys haven't, I'm sure you haven't seen it. Um, it's that one of them is, uh, you know, like a trafficker or whatever for a c uh for the cia and i was like is that based in truth like is all this shit based in truth where it's all glamorous life for all the pan am um stewardesses that were called back then though that is not pc now um and i did some research and i found an article on overhead bin on msnbc where they talked to um you know some uh real pan am uh flight attendants there were in that uh, era. And they said that a lot of things that that were in the show, especially the first episode, rang true. How they had to get weighed in. If you didn't work, you got um, kicked off a flight. If you didn't, you couldn't work a flight. If you didn't wear a girdle. Um, How uh, glamorous it was. How they treated you like royalty. And the CIA agents think there's a lot of rumors. And one of the executive producers, she was... um, uh, actual pan am flight attendant and she said there was a lot of rumors running around and there was maybe i think from what she knew at the time when she worked there was one um one uh flight attendant that went missing just out of nowhere and that they did that pl- storyline in the um series too
0: yeah and i understand i i don't know how much of this is uh wishful historical revisionism and how much of this is fact? But apparently, since um, Pan Am was at the time, them and uh, what was it, Trans World were the only were the only U.S. based airlines, if not the no, the only U.S. based airlines that were doing um, travel to every country in the world
1: mm-hmm. or
0: many countries in the world. And uh, they were sort of in bed, so to speak, with uh, the CIA. And I believe that they had diplomatic immunity in other countries. Ah, So that is kind of interesting how, oh, how far the friendly skies have fallen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. It. I have a couple of friends who really are digging Pan Am. So I'll be curious to see what happens to it.
1: Yeah, see what happened. Um, Anything else on the TV
0: fronts? No, I mean I'm I'm whipping my way through Entourage season five, I think, on DVD from Netflix, which is just sad because now I I brought it back down so I only get one disc at a time. Oh yeah, it's really I mean, first world problems, man. (laughs) Like (laughs) harshing my harshing my buzz. Um, so now I'm like, I remember when I would only get one before back when I was, you know, a young struggling career gal. And I was like, (laughs) I can only afford one. And, um, and then I got a a better job and I was like, screw it. I'm totally going large. And then kind of the same thing happened to me. Now I'm like, you really want me to pay like $30 a month for this (laughs) one and be thrifty. But now it's like, I totally have it marked on my calendar. I'm like, okay, when am I getting the next one? So I'm I'm whipping my way through that. I need to do um I think Sons of Anarchy will come after that. Nice. And then I might head back um into the world of my friend of my boyfriend, I should say, Dexter.
1: Oh yeah. Whoa shit. A lot of things going down around around these parts of <laughs> towns. Miracle Mile, tough area. <laughs> it's a pretty
0: tough area. Um I that happened when I mentioned Dexter.
1: I know. <laughs> I want to um, maybe next if I find a good source for it. I think I definitely we talked about getting to Games of Thrones, but that definitely is something that I have to concentrate. So
0: yeah, find a good find a good source for it, and we can either try to crank it out before you go on your trip, or we can do it in January when you return.
1: Yeah, because when does it come back on? Have plenty April, of time, right? April, plenty of time. Oh, psh, yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. yeah, let's do that next year then. But uh, uh, yeah, good. Well, in the last time that
0: we talked, you were going to end the podcast, work on it a little bit, and then go and get your yellow wolf on.
1: Yes, and I did, friends, and it was amazing. I just wanted to say thank you to Daylin, um, and she's the GM. Hooked it up, um, I had a table, right. In the front, I mean, on the balcony. It was amazing. And since I was suffering from uh, what we like to call rheumatism, which is not rheumatoid arthritis, but room as in room. Um, since I was a hermit for so many days straight, it was my first time out. And I did a big, uh, about four or five whiskeys at my house, four what? or five whiskeys at the venue, and then four or five whiskeys at the after party.
0: Nice. <laughs> Because that's how you roll. I hope you didn't. I was going to say I hope you didn't walk, but then I guess I hope you did. I hope someone drove you. How about that?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we walked because, uh-huh. you know, the, I live right around the corner from the El Rey. Um, yeah. So uh, two of my friends that went with me came here. We walked over. And then I was like, oh, we can't go to the after party because, you know, we're all drunk. But um good friend, a friend of a friend, I uh, can't remember her name right now. and That sucks. She was awesome enough to take us drunkards to the after party. Um, and we went there. And then I just want to apologize. He'll probably, I don't probably doesn't listen to this at all, but there was a dude outside CineSpace that for, I they say for no reason, I believe there must've been a reason other than he was short and not very good looking. I smacked his Gatorade out of his hand Go going into the this? taxi on purpose? I I think so. And yeah. And then we got into the taxi.
0: Um, I would just like to point out (laughs) to anyone listening to this. If you come across Ritzy after she's had a few and she's out and she's having a good time. Approach (laughs) with caution.
1: just so we, I just, I just, so because of this night, which yellow wolf actually was amazing kids. It was really, really good. Um, from beginning to end. Real great straight stage presence and his songs are great. So, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, because of this experience, it's um, – I've given myself a four-drink uh, straight whiskey limit and a six-drink whiskey and ginger limit. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I was sneaking ahead. Um, I
0: think that that is wise, but not a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, can you mix it with? Oh, you don't drink really like beer.
1: No, I can't. But yeah. So, anyways. Uh, well, yeah.
0: good. You had fun. You knocked some kid's Gatorade out of his hand. He probably had it coming.
1: He, I think he, so he did. Remembering his face, I mean, I think he did.
0: He wasn't holding onto it very tight. That's a I thing. guess that was a test,
1: and you failed. <laughs>
0: are evil (laughs) So i don't know if you could just hear the sound that emanated ever (laughs) so briefly from my computer but one thing that uh ritzy and i independent of each other realized that we were both totally getting deriving seriously hours of enjoyment (laughs) out of is um, a stream on Flickr for a haunted house in Canada called Nightmare's Fear Factory. (laughs) And it's basically what they do is, you know, it's your standard haunted, haunted house, I guess. And there's some room in the place, and I've heard speculation as to what it is, I'm not even going to speculate because that takes some of the fun out of it. Yeah. Um, but they take a snapshot of people and the, the people are in the dark. So all of the pictures are super bright and crisp, which makes them awesome. <laughs> yeah. But the people are in the dark when they're taken. And people are tripping <laughs> out. Like they're having the scariest moment of their friggin' lives in these pictures. They are so amazing. They are
1: great. They're, they're gold. They're gold. They are
0: gold. The thing that really bums me out is I think that they disabled the comments. Oh. And the comments were 50% of the fun at least. <laughs> I mean, they were, you know, your typical terrible inter- internet commenters, like, talking trash, <laughs> making fun of people. But really funny. I find that sort of like kind of trolling or griefing very amusing. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it was, we'll have a link to that up. If you guys have some time to spend, I could not recommend more highly.
1: Yeah, I could not stop. I was like, I want more pictures. Where can I get more pictures? Because I was just, cr- I was by myself here at my place. It was during my hermit time working. And I was like, fuck, I need a break. Let me look at these pictures. Uh, about an hour later, I'm laughing, laughing. <laughs> so good.
0: I think that I'm going to have to choose one of these as the picture
1: on <laughs> the third <hour. laughs> I think, good call, good call.
0: Such a hard time picking the right one.
1: You're gonna spend hours looking for the best picture. God,
0: welcome world. Oh my God, they're all so good. Okay, I'll find
1: a. I'll find a good one.
0: I won't let you down.
1: And I trust you. I believe in you, T.I. I I believe in you.
0: We mentioned, uh, or I mentioned, a few episodes ago, a book. That uh, my book club, who I love dearly, um, although none of them actually take
1: the time to listen
0: to this podcast.
1: Guess they don't love you dearly. No,
0: I guess I guess I love them a little more than they love me. <laughs> and we talked about uh, the psychopath test, which was the book club book. And um, there's a quote from the guy. Uh, his name is Robert Hare. He is a very famous doctor who studies psychopaths. Probably the most the preeminent. Um, oh my gosh! Would it be a psychopathologist, um, <laughs> dude who studies psychopaths in the world, and the one who designed the psychopath test? And this is this is his quote to describe them: People who are psychopathic prey ruthlessly on others using charm, deceit, violence, or other methods that allow them to get what they want. The symptoms of psychopathy include lack of conscience or sense of guilt, lack of empathy, egocentricity, pathological lying repeated violations of social norms, disregard for the law, shallow emotions, and a history of victimizing others.
1: You just and named well, a grip of people.
0: <laughs> I know. And the thing is, is that while you read that and you're like, oh gosh, I don't really know if I know a lot of people like that. I think that the sort of the point of the book is that roughly one in a hundred people is, is a psychopath. Damn. So they are in your life. They're in your life. One in a
1: hundred? Damn.
0: One in a hundred. One in a hundred people test on the scale. The scale goes from sort of like mildly psychopathic uh. to totally batshit. And um, for those of you who are listening and casting um, casting doubt on yourself, people who ask, "Oh my god, I wonder if I'm if I'm a psychopath," those people are not. Ah, <laughs> oh, so, cool, safe. Yeah, so you're safe. They don't want. Um but it's pretty it's pretty fascinating. I think that I know uh I think I know a couple. They're pretty low grade, you know. But still. Yeah, but still. Like and one of them I even kind of I like a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, mm but yeah, he like emotions, empathy, whatever. No. He's very funny, he's very smart. I enjoy that, but not not somebody who I think feels super deeply about anything or anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I do highly recommend that to anybody who might be interested in picking up a good nonfiction book. It's very short. Um, I got mine at the library.
1: Oh, I'll do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love the library. You too.
1: I gotta see what, since we just moved here, I gotta see where the library is around these parts, towns. I can
0: tell you where your closest library branch is, Missy. Tell me.
1: You're the, you're going to
0: be, um... I don't remember the exact name of it, but it's an Olympic near um, Rimpa. Oh, okay, right, cool. Right over, almost a walker. Not, I can, but almost not a
1: not a dead walker.
0: No, not, <laughs> not a Walking Dead walker.
1: <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll put it on my list. That might be that might be the one.
0: Yeah, it kind of sucks, but you can order whatever you want, and they pull it from other libraries, and they have it at that library in like two days.
1: Oh, perfect. I know, it's pretty Why, thank you, T.I.
0: Yep, that's me. I'm all about the libraries.
1: <laughs> nerd.
0: Nerd, nerd, nerd. <laughs> um, so, for the upcoming zombie apocalypse episode, uh, we have a few points of business that we need to discuss. Yes. First one, I know that you feel very strongly about correcting um, a date that we got wrong.
1: Yeah, we talked about the run for your lives, the zombie 5K so we're still debating. I think we're going to do it. Um, <laughs> even though she doesn't think so, I think we're going to do it. Okay. Um, we were talking about it and, you know, talking about those this month. Today would have been today. But uh, turns out, kids, it's not until next year. So 2012. <laughs>
0: yeah. As, as Ritzy likes to say, that gives us plenty of time to train for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh.
1: So I, yesterday I was doing research on it, on how to train. And it said something cute like "Run and run some more."
0: <laughs> it. Run as if your life depends on it. I don't like running anyway. That's part of my problem. But I, I imagine that I will run my. I would run my ass off if zombies were chasing me.
1: I think it's rad. Um, we'll, well, hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So much. Shit. Who's to say we even have a podcast then? sure, we'll have a podcast then. <laughs> um, uh, another thing, as we were doing our research for the zombie apocalypse, um, zombiebuy.com is going to be launching this month, and I checked the date, it is this year. Um, zombiebuys.com, uh launches this month, and what they will have is your um, favorite end-of-the-world survival gear. That's Whether cool. it's meal rations, camping supplies, water filtration systems, or just general outdoor gear. They have great bargains. Coming soon, look out for them.
0: Huh, that's pretty cool. I I dig that, and they're on Twitter. And I'm going to be sure that we follow them.
1: Oh, yeah, we follow them, and they follow us already.
0: Okay, awesome.
1: And I think, I can't wait to see what their stuff is, because I think on their Facebook page they show... You know, we're talking about we want to get a, a like a backpack survival thing. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have one that's zombie-ready. Zombie-proof. I,
0: that I think that that's cool, but I think that I want to put my own together because I don't trust anybody else to know what
1: I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm paranoid and delusional. <laughs> All I know is that it has to have binoculars, as we discussed that before.
0: Yeah, oh, binoculars. I know. It's I actually own an awesome pair of old binoculars. They're really heavy. Is the only drag, so to speak. Um <laughs> they they will drag me down. But they're awesome. They're vintage.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Nice and nice. Um for the, uh, something else of so the zombie apocalypse and Halloween timers, I found this uh Like horror place in Atlanta called Atlanta Zombie. Okay, and it's the zombie apocalypse. So it's they from what they what they write, they're saying that it's not the typical haunted you know mansion or area. It's you go and it's like a real like abandoned city street with offices and all the stuff, and you get escorted with. You know, guys, military gear and guns as you go through the city and you have to like climb things (laughs) while zombies come. And for um, 15, it's 20 bucks for the apocalypse part of it, right? For 15 bucks, you also can go to the zombie shoot. Where it's a specific area. They have real life zombies there. You know what I'm talking about. And you, they give you a, a spec, their own. You, they, they, they say that you can't bring your own paint gun. They provide you the paint gun. And you can shoot live zombies.
0: Um, I don't know where to start.
1: <laughs> but if you go to the site, T.I., you're going to freak out what it looks like. And the pictures and the. Yeah, Fangoria I'm, I'm, magazine says the biggest most unique total immersion Halloween horror experience in the city of Atlanta or anywhere else for that matter that he has ever seen.
0: See he, he, here's my problem. <laughs> like you know, you hear stories about like somebody who seems really mild-mannered and then like they get into like something just something sets them off and they get into like a fight and they like beat somebody's head into like a bloody pulp before they realize what they're doing. And they just like their crazy animal part of them takes over. Yeah. That is what I am afraid would happen (laughs) if you were to put me in a situation like that. (laughs) Like I would lose my mind. (laughs) And, but I'm looking, I'm looking at some of these pictures. Like it's actually, it's pretty cool. I like the idea that they would just escort you around and you could pretend like it's a zombie apocalypse, but I know that they wouldn't end there and that surely the zombies would want to try to come and touch you and do things like that, and I would have none of that.
1: Yeah, it says that they're not allowed to touch you, and that you're That's not allowed to exactly touch like them. to. And then I think one of the one of the things I read for the for the FAQs is, um, can I punch them? <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was a, is legitimate. It's a legitimate question. You know what I mean? If they're coming at you, even if they can't touch you, you don't want them to get that close. You sometimes you gotta like, yo, you're in my personal space, zombie. Like, so I don't know. I think it's rad right. if I any one of our twelve it, listeners happens to be in Atlanta.
0: <laughs> please tell us more about this. Yes. I'm guessing the with the paintball, you're not allowed to to double tap. <laughs> Like there's got to be either they have like crazy headgear on or something. Like you're not going to be able to shoot them in the face.
1: Well, it said something that you you want to hit them in the head.
0: I bet. I wonder if they wear headgear. That could be kind of interesting. That'd be that would seriously test your uh, your your firearm skills under under
1: um, extreme pressure. Under
0: extreme pressure and major adrenaline.
1: Yeah. Um. So I don't know who's to say, uh, but it, it is interesting. I would be interesting to find out what because it said you can't bring your own paintball or or you know guns or anything. I wonder what they use.
0: Huh? I don't know. This is very interesting. Well, we'll um, perhaps we'll be able to chat with them on Twitter as well.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, another and another uh, zombie apocalypse news we mentioned. Uh, the Zombie Research Society, where uh, George A. Romero is uh, on the board. Uh, They had an exclusive um, a couple of days ago where they said uh, he's going to be doing a new film adaptation of the zombie autopsies, which is uh, Stephen Schlossman's novel, which I I don't know anything about. Do you, T.I.? Yeah, I've heard of it, but that's all I know. Um, so that's, that's exciting news, I guess, for those. But, I mean, just the fact that he's doing another movie. Is good news. Yeah, good news all around. Yeah. So, um, we'll check out for that and hear any more news about that. We'll, we'll discuss.
0: Yeah, well, our final, our final piece of awesome zombie news is that, um, we made friends on Twitter, because that's how we do things. (laughs) And we made friends with um Texas's very own zombie response team, yo. Don't mess with it. <laughs> and they're gonna be in Los Angeles and we're gonna try to meet them for a drink this weekend.
1: Yeah, and do maybe like a short little interview, so wish us luck and if we have that we'll we'll uh post it. We'll be part of our episode next week.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited. They seem cool. Yes. Podcasting friends. Nerds nerds
1: nerds. nerds, nerds, nerds.
0: I know. I told one of my friends, I was all, you're never going to believe. I think that I'm going to meet these guys. They have a, and she's like, I don't understand what you're saying. So I'm like, I, I know. Okay. That's right. I'm surrounded by people who don't understand. But I have you, Ritzy. You and it. I have
1: you. <laughs> Um all right for for this episode uh check the tech real quick. Um you know, it doesn't always have to be techy. Just just good good well-designed items. Um I will quote um uh, Erica Badu. Sometimes you're just an analog girl in the digital world and I like quality. And this is something that I'm reviewing because I actually own it. Had it for a couple of years and I love it. And it's the um folding hand truck Uh, A.K.A. Dolly that I bought from uh, Home Depot. It's the the Milwaukee 150-pound capacity folding hand truck. It folds up. Awesome design. And uh, I could keep one in my car, keep one in my office. And whenever I got to lug a bunch of boxes or bags, say you live in a... um, you have a garage, underground garage, and you have all these groceries, and you don't have a man, or you don't live with a man, and or whatever. It doesn't have to be a man.
0: And <laughs> or your man's useless, and can't go get your groceries. You know,
1: for yeah, you. Maybe he's little or skinny or something. Um, it's great for that. The reason why I bought that, I had bought two. One for me and my friend um, because we were doing uh, a trade show type thing. We had all these heavy supplies. Bought that and it folds up and it's the best thing in the whole wide world. And I get excited every time I have to use it. Like any excuse I have to use it, I use it. And uh, every time I bring it out, my friend, she's like, you love that, huh? I was like, I do. I do. So if you're looking for something like that, kids, um I suggest you can buy it on Home Depot online or go to Home Depot directly, which is one of my favorite shopping areas. And um cop yourself one. It's only 25.96.
0: Nice. You own a dolly. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> I would also like to add that if your man's no good at getting groceries out of the car and bringing them inside, you don't want him <laughs> around in the zombie apocalypse.
1: Uh-uh. You want to feed unless... that motherfucker to the zombie apocalypse. Yeah,
0: unless you want to keep him around for zombie chow. <laughs> um, so, I think that's it. I think so. I think that is it. Um, we, uh, again, please send us emails, comments, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, email, uh, website, whatever works for you. We're here. Um, and also we are on iTunes. So if you listen to us there, and even if you don't, we always love it when people leave us reviews. So please feel free to do that unless it's a bad one. In which case,
1: don't if even you don't bother. Have
0: anything nice to say, don't say at all. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks everybody. Um, nerd out with your bad selves and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Peace out nerds.